Hello, and welcome to the Real Talk with Tamara podcast. I'm Tamara, a photographer and creative director for beauty, wellness, and lifestyle brands and professionals, and your host of Real Talk with Tamara. So this podcast covers actionable, down-to-earth business and lifestyle advice for creative entrepreneurs who aspire to make an impact in their communities while keeping it real, of course. A little housekeeping before we get into it. Please follow or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And comments are currency, so please leave a comment. You may just get a shout out on an upcoming episode. We don't like saying no, and we don't like to disappoint, but there's power in knowing when to say no. You can save yourself time, money, peace of mind when you don't, or when you decide to say no to the right things. And I was inspired to talk more about this topic when I saw a post from someone I admire that said, every time I deny my first mind, I pay for it. Every time I say yes when my answer is no, I pay for it. And listen, I have learned that you can pay financially, mentally, physically, spiritually, all of the above. Saying yes when you should have said no can certainly be a teaching moment. I know for me, my first paid client that I ever had was a teaching moment for sure. The thing in business is that you'll constantly be faced with the decisions to say yes or no. It doesn't end once you've unlocked a new level in business. The decision-making never really ends. Especially now more than ever, understanding what to say no to so you can say yes to the projects that really matter is ridiculously important. But first, I want to quickly talk about why you should learn how to say no or just have no in your arsenal of things to say. Understanding when to say no or to move on from a project is so crucial in your personal and your professional development. Personally, saying no may mean implementing or establishing boundaries with friends or family members. Professionally, saying no means not taking on projects that may not be in alignment with your core values or if the integrity of your work is being completely compromised. I totally understand negotiation. Negotiation is another skill that comes in handy in business that is certainly needed. But if someone is trying to quote unquote negotiate you to work 30 to 45% lower than your rate, chances are they should not be your client. If someone doesn't really care about the transformation they'll experience, they don't want to do the work themselves and they just want to throw money at you, even if it's your full rate, they also should not be a client. Chances are, There's misalignment in like personality, core values, work at work ethic. I mean, the list can go on and on. But overall, saying no will avoid headaches and heartbreaks. And I'll be honest, I need to get better in both. I thank therapy for helping me on the personal front. Um, And professionally, while I'm getting better, things definitely fall through the cracks, which you just don't see in the very beginning. And hey, maybe this episode is a pep talk, but before getting into a few scenarios of when to say no or to negotiate, let me also say this. In some of these stories, you're going to be seen as either the hero or the villain. Unfortunately, or fortunately, this is the risk that you take when you say no to someone or something, or when you cancel a project or negotiate terms that helps serve everyone's best interest. 
So not just your client, but also for yourself. I think that's why people hate hearing no or saying no. But here is a sobering thought. You're not in business to be liked by everyone. You're in business to be respected for your craft, for your professionalism, how you handle heartbreaks and obstacles, and also your expertise. And as someone who is hitting almost four years in business, saying no is never easy, especially when your bank account is like, feed me. This is why it's so important to look at having part-time jobs <laughs> when you're first starting off in your business so that you're not putting a strain on your creativity in your business. Um, but the peace of mind and ability to make space for something greater when you're saying no is a way better trade-off. So here are a few scenarios of when to say no. The first, you clearly know it's not a right fit. It could be because the client is out of your budget range, the client is not aligned with your core values and beliefs, maybe the timeline just doesn't match up. It's very easy to say no to a project when the payment is exposure, but when there is money on the table, it may prove to be more difficult. This is why it is so important to establish your core values and your beliefs in your business and standing firm on your rates or whatever your minimum rate is, so that you don't waver too far from your truth. If you're open to negotiation, consider going into a conversation knowing what your minimum base rate is. So something that I just said, you don't have to pull it out every time someone audibly gasps at your rates, but you can use it if you choose to based on the flow of the conversation, which leads me to the next scenario. Number two, do not get pulled into a sob story. Everyone has one, but sadly, you cannot help everyone. And everyone has been pulled by one, including myself. I've had conversations with my creative um, circle about times they've been led by their emotions and were then aggravated because they didn't follow the structure or protocol that they implemented. Again, this is not charity. This is your business. This is why it is so important to know who your ideal client is. And furthermore, what your non-negotiables are in business, because it will save you in the long run. The next scenario, which may be a little woo-woo, but your gut and intuition is there for a reason. She just knows. The amount of times I've ignored my intuition <laughs> The amount of times I've said, I've told you so to myself, I could probably be a millionaire by now. I understand wanting to ignore your intuition because typically the inkling comes even when there is little information or insight. It could be something small, which your conscious may consider insignificant, but can cause your intuition and subconsciousness to completely go haywire. And in moments like this, you know, I have asked God for another sign, which most of the time he's like, girl, you already know the answer to this for better or worse. It doesn't make it better, like I said earlier, but sometimes it really is just having the peace beyond understanding. The last scenario of when to say no is when someone simply just tries to lowball you or says this is just too expensive. I'm sure we have heard that one or two times before on our sales calls. 
Some prospects use this as a tactic and it never ends well in their favor. And this is different from negotiations and objections. Let's all come in agreement, hold hands in kumbaya, and have the understanding that objections are normal. We can overcome objections. That is okay. We'll talk about a little bit about negotiation in a little bit. But if you find yourself in a scenario where someone doesn't want to negotiate at all, like just simply says, this is what I have and I can't budge, that is okay respectfully however you can politely end the conversation by saying this you know i understand i may not be the right fit i understand not being able to invest in something that you need right now however if you're interested i can refer you to others who may be able to work within your budget if you don't feel comfortable meeting that prospect at a you know, at a rate that is 30, 40% lower, 20% lower, whatever your minimum is, don't feel compelled to do that just because of what the prospect is offering. Simply say, no, thank you and move on. So when to negotiate? As I said earlier, negotiation is certainly a soft skill that can and should be nurtured. Negotiation is definitely on a case-by-case basis and your comfort level. It may be easier to negotiate when you notice there is alignment with the prospects, such as, you know, their pain points, maybe their personality, but there may be hindrance of another kind stopping this prospect from signing on the dotted line. And this is why I can't stress this enough, like knowing who your ideal client is inside and out, even down to their personality is so, so important because this is going to help the negotiation goes smoothly. Sometimes a client may be interested in your package, but wants to negotiate something a little bit more custom that can work for all partners involved. Me personally, I don't consider this lowballing. I also think it depends on how the individual approaches the topic. There may be some prospects that while they understand the value in the process, maybe $1,500 doesn't work, but $1,000 does. You can develop a custom package with some adjustments that you'll both be comfortable with. Maybe, you know, in the case of a photographer, maybe that's fewer images to reflect the lower price point. And in order to do this successfully, again, it is so important to understand what your personal non-negotiables are and what each of your packages already offer if there is tiered pricing. Consider the workload, the time frame, and the rate being negotiated. So when is it time to move on? Maybe you've decided to work with a client, but you've realized along the way during the process that you're not the right fit, which is pretty awkward, I know. And believe it or not, you still have some choices as a service provider. Again, this is that situation where I said you may be seen as the villain. Sadly, not all projects will end with a happy ending. And it doesn't matter what you do or say. Now, if you have more nightmares than dreams when it comes to your projects, you may want to consider going back to the drawing board um, and reviewing how you work with your clients, how you select your clients. Um, But every once in a while, there will be projects that come along that seem more challenging than you expected. And here are two options. Again, just my opinions. The first, complete the project. 
you know, you've made a commitment. And if you're able to follow through with the project, please do so. When it's complete, you know, congratulate yourself because you're failing fast and forward. Use those lessons that you've learned from the project and make the necessary corrections for the next time. If you decide to terminate or end the project, here are a few questions to consider. What is your return policy? Is the fee non-refundable? Is there a cancellation fee? Are you willing to return a percentage of the amount to remove yourself from the project? I always say if you want to have uncomfortable conversations or to just get additional clarity immediately, have a phone call. Do not just send an email. Or if you want to send an email, offer the option to chat over the phone to discuss the reasons why you want to terminate this project. And instead of adding fluff, you know, just say, you know, after consideration, I will have to respectfully terminate this agreement because of X, Y, Z. Again, this is a tough conversation to have, but life isn't all about amazing conversations. Either way, this is another opportunity to fail fast and forward and also an opportunity to analyze where the disconnect started. Maybe it started at the discovery call stage and really use this as your guide for future conversations and prospect or client interactions. This is definitely a shorter episode, but to wrap all of this up, saying no can definitely be uncomfortable, but it is necessary. As I've said in a previous episode, business owners have to say yes and no every day. So be comfortable with having that responsibility, especially as you continue to grow in your life and in your business. And on that note, this wraps up another edition of Real Talk with Tamara, Real Talk for Real Women. If you like what you've heard, please share with Reckless Abandon. And don't forget to follow on iTunes or Spotify so you don't miss out on the next episode. Until next time, remember to grind with grace and love. Peace and do you, boo.